Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Grown and Social. I am your man Beatbox back in the flesh along with Jenny J. Uh, oh, really? Really? See? We didn't <laughs> I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. I'm, on thing, though. I'm still on vacation thing. mode. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm on vacation mode. You supposed to say hello everyone. Like you know, know. me, here, right? That's what I'm saying, but I'm on vacation mode. I just I'm just chilling. You yeah. still look like vacation mode. That's what I'm saying. Like rolling, got the Punta Cana. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Along. Hola. Hola. <laughs> Along with Lynette. Hey. All right. And here. I got. That's so weird. I thought I took Clint down, but I still see him. So that means. Oh, there we go. All right. All right, so I got everything looking like it, it wants to. Uh, people don't need to look at me tonight. Well, did it just switch up on me? It did. Because my camera isn't working. So unfortunately, um, I try to do it on my phone, but uh, it's just so small on the phone. So I just got on the laptop, cut off the camera, and uh, we'll just be chatting tonight. And you can look at the lovely ladies tonight. And we appreciate them being here in the summertime so yeah we're back in the flesh your boy went out of the country the last time i went out of the country my camera broke came back in tsa did something with the x-ray camera broke so we're gonna just we're gonna keep it moving all right i'd like to thank everyone for tuning in tonight you could be anywhere in the world but you're here with us so we appreciate that uh thank you for tuning in we're here Fridays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That's New York time, wherever you're at in the world. Um, if you miss us tonight, hopefully you'll listen to the replay on your podcast. We're everywhere podcast or podcasting. Um, I also like to take a second to remind you to hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. If you like Grown and Social, if you want to hear our show, if you're interested in the relationships, uh, what we talk about mostly are going to be, you know, relationships and the positive aspects of relationships, the pitfalls of relationships, and just try to help you navigate through, you know, being in a relationship. Um, tonight we'll be discussing, do you really know what you want in a partner? All right. So let me just pop that up here. And that topic is compliments of Miss Lynette. This happened to lie in a TikTok. I used to be on it more frequently, but lately haven't been on it that much. But when I do get on, TikTok seems to know that I like looking at Lynette's post. So, it, you know, I, I caught her talking about, you know, do you really know what you want in a partner? And I was like, wow, that's a good, that's a good topic. Right, Lynette? Because you were sitting there saying, you know, if you're trying to get a partner, you, you had a list. Of, uh, of things um, that you were looking for? Yeah, well, I have a list of five, like those non-negotiable things that I'm looking for in a partner. And it's not like a solid list, like what people think, because I don't think you can list people. Right. But for me, there are five solid things that if a man doesn't have those qualities, then I know he's not going to be my person. I don't care how sweet he is, how intentional he is. Um, I just know that he's not going to meet those needs. And so it's easier for me to like have that for myself because I tend, not them, I'm owning this. I tend to romanticize connection. Hmm. And so I will meet a guy, we'll have a dope vibe. 
And I'm like, oh my God, I just met the future doctor, <laughs> Dr. Lamette. <laughs> and um, I I'll get caught up in that vibe. And then I'll go back and look at that list and realize like, wow, that, yeah, this isn't it. But that, that helps keep me in check to say, you know what you're looking for and you know what you feel you need to fill your cup. And so if that person doesn't possess those things, no matter how great they are, you're probably going to be unfulfilled. And these are areas I can't negotiate. So that was kind of how I came up with that. TikTok was, hey, do you know what you're looking for? Because a lot of times I hear women, I hear men, especially with this whole Kiki Palmer thing, like <laughs> messed up if we didn't talk about it because it's such a hot topic right now. Right. Especially with this Kiki Palmer thing, it's like, do people even really know what they want? Men say they want traditional women, but it's like, do you really want a traditional woman or do you only want a traditional woman when it suits you? And right. women say like, oh, I want this kind of man. I want a man that's thoughtful. I want a man that's kind. And then it's like, do you really want that man? Or because you keep going for the thug types. Like, you you know, every once in a while there's an anomaly, but for the most part, you ain't gonna be able to take your thug to the museum. He's gonna be like, baby, we're not doing that. So <laughs> I, you know, I kind of challenge people to be like, well, what do you really want? Like, do you even know what that is? So what's 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 going on with the uh Kiki Palmer thing? For all the listeners, including <laughs> me, that don't know what's going on, because I've been seeing it pop up <laughs> in the headlines just a little bit, but I yeah. I think it has something to do with like was she wearing like a, a dress like a negligee with like a fishnet and then usher well, was singing to she her had and... a bodysuit and in the body and a sheer dress over it but here's the two things it's kiki palmer he's a celebrity mm. i mean i don't know when half dressed celebrities became news but <laughs> apparently it's news and she was at the usher concert and usher serenaded her because she paid for the vip section to usher serenades Anybody who probably sits in that section. Right. And her son's father saw it and went on Twitter and was like, but you're a mother, though. The dress, but you're a mother, though. And mm. so now the story unfolds because a lot of people are like, yeah, you need to change and tone it down after you become a mom. And I'm like, why do people put all these expectations on when you're a mother? You have to fit in all these boxes. And two... They live together. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure he knows what clothes are in her closet outside of that dress. That ain't the only provocative dress. I've seen Kiki Palmer since this post-baby body. She's very proud. And I think that people don't even negotiate the fact that after you have a baby, you are you are reconciling what your body has done and what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So if you look good, you're like, wow. I, I, you know, there's this baby that's feeding on you literally. So go out and feel sexy and look beautiful. So there's, it's torn. A lot of people are like, you know what? It's not really about the dress. And even she made, I don't know if it's real yet or not, but she did, she has done some subliminals today on TikTok and on Instagram, basically saying, if you think he didn't know about this dress, y'all got it twisted. Like he knew about this dress and had no problem with it. But I think what it really is, is it stung him to see his boo. Mm-hmm being serenaded and all dancing with usher when he's just an everyday guy this is a guy at, who at, at, home, at home don't forget because i heard yeah, he was he at home with like a kid or something like that it doesn't seem like he has a a source of income or... he does not have a source of income he's a retired fitness instructor and pursuing acting right so here's this person that's fully dependent on his Sweet. girlfriend 
and um, son's mother. He's living with her. She's paying the bills. And I think he got his ego shook a little bit. And he's like, I'm just an everyday guy. I'm not famous. I'm not Usher. I'm not even Usher adjacent. And so I think he made a knee jerk reaction mm-hmm. and then tried to double down on it and made it worse for himself. Instead of like, if I was him, I would have been like, but you a mother though. Like that was a compliment. Like, dang, you sexy, you a mother. I would have cleaned mm-hmm. it up. But instead he tried to publicly shame her. So it's a torn division of people who are like, he was right, which I'm not debating whether he's right or wrong. You feel what you feel. But it's, again, it's what do you want? You know who Kiki Palmer is. Her, she's always been mm-hmm. larger than life. Mm-hmm. She is, I think, a Virgo woman. And so she's always been this way. She always has a snapback. She's a really fun girl. So is that what you really wanted? Or did you just want to be with Kiki Palmer? And now that you're not where she's at, you got to feel like the need to bring her down a notch because you feel insecure. So it's just been a lot of like different opinions on the internet. About I mean, right. do you really think he was bringing her? I don't think he was bringing her down. I think he was just voicing his opinion, which I mean, no matter what his profession is, so, I think he's entitled, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, but you're not entitled on social media. Like you would never like blast your lady Jenny on social media like that. You would have a conversation. Why, why, with her wouldn't, like, I? why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't no, but if you live in the same house, as Lynette is saying, she know he knows what she wears. He also could have sent her a text. Yes. He could have um, done many other things. The question is, why does he feel this desire to say it in public? Because mm-hmm. it seems to me that he's. He feels insecure about the fact that Usher um, is much more famous and powerful and a man that she would want. Exactly. That, and he knew that, about the dress. Right. He knew about it. So he didn't but have how you know he knew dress. about the dress? I'm going to tell you right now. I've been in Jenny's closet, all right? She's got these boxes laying out somewhere. Just no, like, you don't know she, what's in them. You don't no, know what's in them. No, she said that he approved the dress, that he smiled, right. smacked her on the butt before she left, and right. said she looked good. So he knew about the dress. The dress is not the problem. Usher was the problem. And I yeah, yeah, Usher is a problem. If my woman is sitting in front of Usher being serenaded, that's going to be a problem. I don't care how secure I am. That's going to be a problem. See, not for me. If my man goes to the Beyonce concert, if he don't come and get serenaded on stage, well, you better work your magic and get me up there too, or at least get it on video so I can see it. Like, that wouldn't bother me because we all have our celebrity crushes. It's a celebrity. That's what they do. Usher has his lady at the concert every night. He speaks very proudly of her. So he's in this happy relationship. So if I'm at a concert and my man, if Janet Jackson come over there, baby, live your moment. Rope a boob, do something. Don't waste this moment, baby. If Janet only gonna be here one night. But that wouldn't bother me. But I think but I think for him, there is a dynamic, there's an imbalance in the relationship. Because yes. she is so much more famous, not just, he's not famous at all, right? Well, everyday guy. So, right. I mean, how we came to know he even existed on the planet was because she had a baby. His fame through, came through um, being a father to her child. We didn't right. know about him. And we so, still really didn't know about him to this post. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. You're right. And that's why I asked you guys because I, I don't even I'm like Kiki Palmer I don't even know who that is. 
Right, like so it was you don't like, know who Kiki Palmer is. Know <laughs> who Akila and the B is? Yes. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you Google her. You know who she is. Right. You know, I'm gonna think, do that. I'm gonna do that right now. But you know, to me, I feel like what looking at his Instagram, he has posted similar pictures of her before. Buns mm-hmm. out, twerking. He has posted pictures of himself half naked before saying "dad bod." So clearly, they had a dynamic where being sexually um sexual outwardly right. and clothing was appropriate for them so you can't pick and choose right and if you decided that it's okay to have your pregnant baby mama twerking and tapping her butt you can't get mad when she's singing usher singing to her like you just gotta you gotta eat that sir like you set that tone now if he was very conservative the whole time and you know he was verbal about that but he literally he took it down now because people was calling him out he has naked pictures on his Instagram of himself saying dad by. So who is that for? Because you live with your woman. So who do you want? Right. You ain't yeah. training nobody no more. So you're not trying to get clients. That sounds so, like that double standard that we had. Uh, I think we talked about that on the show, though. That that yeah. does seem like there's a double standard. right? There's there. a double standard. And the thing is, it's not even a double standard because he didn't have a problem with her being sexual. I've looked at pictures of them together. She's had on sexual attire. And or sexy attire. Yeah, but was, was Usher strong. there? That's the thing. Was Usher there? No, Usher wasn't there. But that man got to be. That Usher ain't thinking about her. Usher thinking about whoever paid for that eighteen hundred dollars seat. And I know the seat was eighteen hundred dollars because I, I I looked at those tickets because I planned to go. And I don't I, know, Clint. And, let me ask you this, Clint. Let me ask you this, Clint. No matter who your woman is, right? Yeah. You see her in front of Usher on stage. And, and I'm seeing the jokes online. They talking about if he would have stuck his finger out, finger out, uh, how it would have been raining or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Like, she was like hot, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you comfortable with you comfortable enough with with that? I mean, or, or, or is there a possibility that you might say, hey, while you're watching it, like the anger level might go up from, it might go from zero to like three or four, you know what I'm saying? Out of 10, right? You know what I mean? Like the angle that was like, you know what I mean? And the longer you watch it, it goes from two to three. And then you're like, tweet, 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 tweet. You know, oh, 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 you like, but you're a mom though, (laughs) right? Two, three, four, five, but you're a mom though, right? And number six, you're like, okay. And then it kind of, then you fall back, right? You're like, oh, okay. I can't recall that. I can't recall that. It's pretty much like that, you know. You you're gonna watch it like like, like Ness said. It's a once in a lifetime moment because you really. How often do you get to ne- get next to a, a celebrity of that caliber? So yeah, you're gonna be like, yeah, go ahead and enjoy that moment. But on the same breath, it's like, yo, he's touching too much. He's getting mm-hmm. away. <laughs> but you're trying to be cool because it's it's their moment. But you ain't trying to be that that butthole. But in the same breath, you like like you know. Yeah, I'm at six right now. It's getting a little too much, you know. But you can't say nothing because you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of all these people. But see, if a man's smart, if your woman gets serenaded at the Usher concert, because let me tell you something. If I'm getting serenaded at the Usher concert and I got a my man, my man, my man, I'm going to be excited at the concert, but I'm going to take that energy back home to who? Because I don't listen to the old songs like Usher. Right. Like, yeah, but guess what? I don't. I, I'm not interested that night. You know what I mean? Oh, you gonna be interested? <laughs> nah, well, he's nah, saying nah, he's not interested nah, in that energy because nah, of exactly. where it came That's from. That's not my energy. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't interested in that. You're not using me. You're not using my body. You know what I'm saying? To get that off. You're not getting that off of me. No, that's a benefit for the, it's, uh, the, the whole family wins. And I would do that same too. Like if he, like I said, if he was at Beyonce, 
and he coming home and he feeling himself and he like i got my own beyonce right here y'all let me put like i'll be all catered to you every who you want me to be you see i got the little blonde hair i look you can call me beyonce if that's what we own tonight like i don't know things like that just don't bother me and i'm not saying that i'm the subject matter expert or my way is right i'm saying things like that genu genuinely do not bother me or even like i said now there's a level of respect even if i'm in a restaurant and a beautiful woman walks in and he glanced because she's a beautiful woman and he's not like but he just just glance like dang she beautiful she got a atlanta got a lot of women with beautiful bodies yeah uh -huh. i'm not about to ruin the whole night over that he looked he's human he's a man long as he's respectful now if he broke his neck or all of a sudden had to get up and go to the bathroom when she went to the bathroom that would be something different so i think there's these levels of respect that we got to have but, but it so, wouldn't bother so, me i look and call her i'm like oh she's pretty but do you think that's no, what do you no. think that's you think I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying, do you think as women, we don't show our sexuality as much as men do? Because men definitely uh, make it a point to 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 look at women, and we are accustomed to it. Like we're somewhere. Oh my god! Somebody is this, comes is this in. You talking? Is this you talking? So, oh, see, I, I was gonna tell y'all a story, but I was gonna let Jenny J go, and not, I don't mean let. But now I gotta interject because I'm gonna tell y'all a story about us. Me and Jenny J, your girl Jenny J in the airport. She can do All no right? wrong. <laughs> no, she can do no wrong except for when there's a bodybuilder looking guy walking in the airport and then she go, damn, you fine. <laughs> you talking about subtleness? <laughs> nah, this is, this is real talk. This is real talk, right? You walk yeah, in with your girl and she look at another dude, she like, damn, he fine. You know what I'm saying? You're like, okay, he was you gotta fine. get used to this. You gotta get used to this. Not the thing is that's that you look, girl, Jenny I look that's at cake, you do your boy doesn't mean I want cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because cake makes uh, makes you overweight, gives you diabetes. So you need something that's good for you, right? And beet is good for me. The thing is that um, when you see men like this, they look good, just like cake looks good. But you're talking about somebody who is in the gym for hours, wanting you to make shakes for him wanting to only talk about you know how much proteins and how much micronutrients and how much yeah, i'm not interested in them how, right so do you really as you said what do you want in a relationship what i think in this case he was confused because he wanted a nice little church girl but he selected a woman who <laughs> A freak. Is she really a freak? Because she just got serenaded by. No, she's very old. She's very old. Um, out there. She, you know, she's lively. A free spirit. Right. I love her because she's so, she's so sure of herself, and 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 I think men sometimes get worried about women. I don't think that all men want insecure women. I don't. I think that's a little bit too far. But I think men are taken aback when a woman loves herself. And I can only speak for my experience with men be like, you really love yourself. And I'm like, I'm not supposed to, you know? So it's like when they see a person who one is not lonely, not desperate, loves themselves, not in a narcissistic way, but in a, I really love the life and the skin that I'm in. That takes them for a loop because that means you are one, less likely to be tolerant of the bull. 
you are more open to saying what your needs are. And if they can't meet those needs, that's an insecurity. And three, they're more likely to like, like light up the room. And I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. If I was married to a celebrity right now, even though I'm very successful, I would feel a little insecure mm -hmm. going in a room with them where everybody knows who they are and they're judging why they're with my old regular ass, mm -hmm. whether I'm pretty or not, because I think I'm a pretty girl. Like, why Idris with Lynette? Like, mm -hmm. when he's in her, he can have any woman he wants. So that would make me feel insecure. And I could easily have a Darius moment where I see him out somewhere doing something and I would be in my feelings. The key here is not about how he feels, it's about how he handled it. And I think this ties into our topic tonight of like finding what you want in a man is when you have a partner, you gotta make an agreement that you don't put everybody else in the group chat. That's a conversation between the two of you that mm -hmm. you have, that you don't involve people, that y'all just had that conversation and said, cause she didn't post the video, somebody else posted it. So it wasn't like she was being intentionally disrespectful. She was probably in the moment, having fun. Those old school Usher songs came on. Yeah, that like, don't help. I saw that, that video don't help. and that I felt- help to somebody else. You just scrolling through social media and you see your wife. Um, it's saying, not his wife. But it's not his wife. It's not his wife. I mean, it might as well be. Right? No, and then, no, 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 it's not his wife. If you want to be a husband, then you marry her. If you want to be a wife, then you big. marry him. But you scrolling through social media, you see your your famous girlfriend at a concert being sung to by anybody who would have been sung to in that seat. Even if it made you feel away, you go talk to her and you say, I'm sorry. I I felt a way about that. I, I may be coming off irrational, but I just want to have a conversation with you because I had a feeling. That's called emotional intelligence. You don't get on social media and give the entire world the platform to trash your woman. Cause that's what you wanted to happen. You wanted to join people in to lecture her on how to be an appropriate mother. And you know how this woman mothers, you know, she's on her TikTok breastfeeding and talking about the difficulties of being a new mom. And you collectively went to the United States of America and beyond to the internet to have people trash your baby mama. and. That's punk ass energy. Like you don't, and it, it don't matter which way that go, girl or anybody who do that. That's some punk ass energy. Like, why would you do? I never want to break somebody I love. I did that once in my life, and I was wrong, you know. And I, to, that's one thing I regret to this day. Like, you don't put everybody in the group chat. That should have been something we handled behind closed doors. And he, she, they don't have a history of. They talked about it, not putting their business on social media. And she's very private so right. he he know he was wrong that's why they that's why he took all their pictures down i guess they broken up i think oh, really? he's, i think in his defense is that he is not a famous person and he has no idea when he puts a tweet out there it's not just for his homies or a few followers tmz i mean people pick it up across across the globe and i think he is he at I see this relationship not really going far because you gotta be a real strong man, confident okay. in your ability yeah. to hold a woman like her. Well, yeah, any, sure, any yeah. regular person with a celebrity, I would think has to be like really strong-minded, like really confident in themselves. Right. 
but the fact he's dating her tells me that he's a you know at least got some type of confidence no i feel like she i feel like she got to a point where she wanted to have a baby because he didn't marry her he you know he put a baby in her and if he wants to talk about a man and whatever he should have they should have ringed it up that he could say that's my wife right right and don't put, usher, don't, usher don't put your hands on my wife okay <laughs> uh, yeah well I, you know um yeah for those just joining that is the topic is do you really want do you really know what you want in a partner and we kind of just got into this whole the kiki uh kiki jenner Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Kiki but Palmer. it was appropriate. It's appropriate because it's like, does he really know what he's signing up for? Right. And he may not. Like, this is not a shot at him. You know, when I when I talked about what I wanted, and, and if you could, I, I don't have a problem sharing what my five things are because I don't want people assuming that I got weird five things and be like, you can't have a list. Because um, I'm already manifesting that we're going to have a big five one and I want to make sure that they get the full picture. But he tell may him, thought, Tell him your five. Tell him your five, Lynette. Yeah, oh, sure. Right. So when I came up with my list of five things I wanted in a partner, and honestly, I'm going to keep it real, it's really six, but it's kind of like a, 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 a um, hybrid five. So I said I wanted to come up with five things that if my partner did not possess this, it was just a closed door. Because I knew that if they didn't possess these things, I was going to struggle in the relationship. So the first one was a man of faith. And you, re you realize I didn't say a religious man. So I don't want a man that's in church every Sunday because that don't work for me either. But I need a man of faith. And the reason why is because we are not going to always be the best versions of ourselves. That's just the reality. So when we're in a less version of ourselves, when we're not our best version, when we're arguing, when we're fighting, I need for both of us to have a, a, a ground that we can go to and get ourselves back to center. So I need a man of faith that I can say, you know what, let's take some time. Let's go meditate. Let's pray. Let's, let's lean on a higher power so we can get back to center. Um, or else, you know, we're just going to be battling back and forth. And I don't want that. The second and, thing I said is I want to well, make... I like, I like how you say that. I'm sorry. But number one is it's important because a lot of people get that confused. Just because you don't go to church every Sunday, that don't necessarily mean you, you worshiping the devil in circles no. with, you know, That's weird right. letters in the middle. You know what I mean? Right. And then people miss that. So I'm like, I don't go to church every Sunday, but God is my center. Yeah, and right. so I'm not always the best version of myself. And sometimes I have to be like, God, I need you to lead me today because I'm not myself. And if I show up as myself today, I'm going to have something I feel bad about tomorrow. And I need to have that with my partner. I need us to be like, you know what? Let's let God lead today because we're not doing we're not having a good day in our human experience because we all are having a human experience. And that's going to vary. But, but shout out if you do go to church every Sunday, you know. Yeah, and shout out. I'm not going to lie. It's the only day I get to sleep in in this doctoral program. It's not that I don't like church, but some days I just, my body can't move. <laughs> it just can't move. But, you know, um, I think the number second two. thing I said. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say number two. Yeah, yeah number two is a man who is loyal and trustworthy. And when I say loyal and trustworthy, I'm not talking about cheating. I'm talking about I want to know that my man represents me as well when I walk out the room as when I am in a room. I don't want my man complaining about me, talking bad about me, and then I'm getting around his friends and they looking at me sideways because every time he's mad at me, he's disloyal and goes and like spreads our whole business in the street. So I need somebody that I can trust because here's the thing, I am a submissive woman. I don't have a problem with that. 
So I need to have a strong leader. And that goes into my number three, a successful man who leads. If I can't even trust you to represent us well, why would I put any faith in you to lead us well? So it's like, I need a successful man who leads. You notice I didn't put anything about a salary because a successful man who leads is going to make enough money to take care of his household. So I don't even need to specify that. And then number four was a man who wants to be my friend and not my lover. I realized when I made this list, I have always dated men who actually don't like me. <laughs> oh my it God. A, it was a really heart-wrenching accountability moment to mm. know that I was the co-creator in all of my heartbreaks because I would purposely seek out men who did not like me. They did not like me as a person. They did not like me as a friend. They were annoyed by the things that made me me. So they would do things like, oh, you talk white, or oh, the professor, or oh, you talk too much, or oh, you too chatty. I would literally seek out people who liked, hated things about me I couldn't change. And so I was like, I want a man that's my friend. And, and the reason behind that is because if he's my friend, then spending time with me, we won't have to have those conversations because you enjoy spending time with your friend. Mm -hmm. It won't be a negotiation. It won't be like, oh, I got to compromise. I don't want a man to compromise and spend time with me. I want him to be like, man, anytime I could be up under my boo, it's always a good time. We always going to have fun. Because one, he's loyal and trustworthy. I'm loyal and trustworthy. I ain't asking for nothing I'm not giving. We both are people of faith. So we actually enjoy each other's space and it doesn't feel like a job to be together. So that was my number four. And then my number five, you can take this how you want, but I was trying to keep it clean. I said I wanted a passionate <laughs> and a thoughtful man. Here's one thing I will never date. I will never date another unkind man. I need somebody that is kind. I just told somebody this the other day. My job is hard. This PhD program is hard, hard. Paying all these bills and this independent black woman that don't need no man club, I did not sign out for. I've tried to cancel this subscription. 97 times it's hard there is only one hard thing a man can give you and we're not talking about love and then that's another kind of love so i need for love to be easy i need him to be passionate and thoughtful i purposely tell men that i love flowers and i say and the public's flowers i say this because the public's flowers are 12.99 mm -hmm. and if this person is never thoughtful enough to bring me 12.99 flowers ever that means one they don't listen and two they don't care and so I always do that just to see how they'll respond. But I want somebody that's passionate too. So it's not just about sex. It's about how can I look into her spirit and see what makes her smile. Because when I get up in the morning, if I have a man, I'm like, what can I do to make him smile today? I equally want a man who's like, how can I make her smile today? I do not want to beg for their money. And then I said, like that hybrid five, is I want a man that's handsome to me. But I don't care if everybody else thinks he's ugly. But if I like his funny looking self, that works for me. So I don't want to have to feel like I settled for somebody I didn't really want. But, you know, I could, I, I got it. You know, like, I was like, I, I look at him and I feel lucky. I don't want to be the prize. And I don't want my partner to be the prize. I want the relationship to be the prize. Mm -hmm. And for us both to be talking to our friends and when they're complaining, I want them to be able to be like, I can't relate. My, my woman dope I, I can't relate like we don't have those problems with that's my best friend and so those were my things that i said if a man is missing any one of those things it's just not gonna work because i'm always feel like i'm trying to beg for something now little things i want like a man that travels or a great communicator those are my wish list but let's get real men and women communicate differently so if i just said i wanted a man that was a good communicator i might be throwing a good guy out the window 
just because he hasn't learned how to communicate. So I feel like some things can be learned, but I hope people see, like my list was holistic. Like these are character traits that I want in a person, not a color, not a description, but an actual character traits that say, I want a person that gives me a soft place to land. Like what I described is my soft place to land. And I encourage people to build a list like that. Like what would it look like for you to have a soft place to land, whether you're a man or a woman? Exactly. And that, and that is, that's like, really that kind of sums up where I thought we would have been at the end of the show was providing that type of insight. And you know, what you really need to do is look into yourself and uh, say, hey, you know, do I want someone for me? Or do I want someone that, you know, all my friends like, um, mm -hmm. and, and maybe like Lynette said, maybe they hate you or whatever, but you know, your friends like him, they think he's a good guy, you mm -hmm. know? Cause there, there are a lot of people that are in situations like that to where their family loves them, their friends love them, but they don't know what's going on like in between, you know, in, in yeah, the house, they, in that relationship. You know what, I was that woman. I was, I'm a checklist. So I look real good on paper. I'm easy on the eyes. That's not me being conceited. I mean, it's just, I'm I'm easy on the eyes. I'm not Beyonce, but I'm definitely not. I ain't somebody you gotta say, but she real funny. You know, so I'm easy on the eyes. Your friends ain't gonna call you for dating me. I'm getting my PhD. I make good money. I'm funny, I'm nice. You know, so I, I check all of the boxes, but I promise you the last three people I have been with, cause I can't say everybody, but the last three people I've been with hated my gut. My ex-husband hated me. Like, and when you could see the disdain in his face when I walked in the room and he tried so hard, like I give him that credit, he tried so hard. Like, it was but like why? he battled with why? himself. Why do you think that is? I wasn't what he wanted. And mm. and, and and I knew I, I wasn't what he wanted. And, but he, I think he struggled with that because I was what every man say they want. So when men like, oh, I want a submissive woman, I want this, I want that. I, he didn't, you know, he never did laundry the whole time we were together. Like I scheduled all the doctors appointments. So when men are like, I want a submissive woman, I want a woman who apologize. I want a woman who freak in the bedroom and in a, in a, in a boardroom, she did. I'm all of those things. Uh -oh, so I'm just- You heard that, woman. you heard it from Lynette's mouth. She's a freak in the bedroom. Girl. I am. A freak. That's all I call her. But let me stop. Cause I just gave it this guy that I met, um, this podcast and he gonna be like, dump. <laughs> <laughs> no, he not. He gonna be like, check. <laughs> but, but I'm a, I'm a checklist woman. So I am a unicorn. So when they find me, they like, this is the woman I should want, but I hate her. So even my, the last person I talked to, he hated me. Like he hated everything about me. There was nothing about me. Like, so he was the reverse of what we're talking about. Um, you checked all, you know, you were with all, all his friends, like, but he, he had a, uh, all the people in his circle still, was like, why you don't want her? And he like, I don't like her. She needed, she clean. But you, know, you, <laughs> you bring up a good, good point because it's, it's, it, it, it's not just about you. It's about the other person too, because you could potentially be in a relationship where you're not the problem. It's the other problem, the other person that's having these same issues. So it might not be you. It, it might could not just be you. them. You're you're just meeting, you know what I'm saying? What their family and friends say they should have. Um, and you know, it's that person is looking for something different. Man, I even be you. You gotta be aware of that too. Look, anytime your family loves loves that person, what's wrong with her or what's wrong with him? Run. <laughs> Run. Go for what you know. Be specific in what you want. If you're not specific in what you want, you're never gonna get what you want.
you're exactly. only gonna, you're gonna end up settling for something and then be mad about it later. And you're absolutely right. And I'm a good woman, but I wasn't their good woman. You know, this isn't a, a trash at them. Like they they almost resented me for being the woman they should want, but they just did not like. Like but they didn't know what they wanted. Obviously. They didn't know what they wanted because yeah. now when you're in it, and now you're saying, "Well, damn, that's not. I don't want that. That's not." You know, but you're already in it, so you now you're trying to make it happen and trying to make it work. But it gets to a point where you know you hit that wall, and when the water can't go nowhere, all it's going to do is go up to the point you're drowning. Yep, you're drowning. And and that's why I think it's so important that we write it down, not because we're trying to put people in a box, but like I said, Clint, before you got here, I have a tendency to romanticize connection. So if I meet a guy and, and, and they're nice to me for 24 minutes, I'm like, it was fate. You know, that's what you get when you're a spiritual girl. Like, oh, my God, it was 11-11 when I met a person. I keep seeing angel numbers. I met him at 8-16. That's my birthday. <laughs> we, so I have a tendency to romanticize. So this list helps keep me grounded. It doesn't judge anybody else, but it helps keep you grounded on okay i know what everybody else say i should want but if you want a ratchet girl say that i want a girl to cuss and belch better than me you gotta be weird with like real with what you want and be unapologetic about it too right like, exactly. I'm, I'm unapologetic that i don't want a corporate guy i just don't like that i mean and when i say i don't want a corporate guy it's not that i don't want a guy that works in the office but like for me to have like a doctor or a lawyer higher like that that don't mean that much to me because it's something that comes with those kind of men mm -hmm. and i don't fit in because guess what i was at the essence fest this weekend and my knees are still recovering from the megan Thee stallion concert and i held no guilt about that but i don't want to have to explain myself and things that i enjoy to somebody that's judging every so woman that ain't got a turtleneck on in 90 degree weather in atlanta like so, so wait Lynette, because earlier in the show when we first came on you were saying you know you you were dreaming and it was it was a doctor like i thought that's what i heard you say you said i was what Lynette, uh -uh. You, you, when you were thinking about you know like your perfect man and you know like a doctor came to mind are you no, romanticizing a I would never date a doctor. doctor. I got that. Mm -hmm. I got that wrong. Yeah, and then here's why I would never date a doctor unless he. I mean, unless he fit these boxes, and it just so happened that way. But I like to travel, so I don't want a man who is so like when you're a doctor, you're attached to that hospital, mm -hmm. and you don't get a lot of time. I want somebody that we could just get up on a weekend and go. But I want somebody that has a flexible schedule like me, where we can work remote, we can go out of town, we can take quick trips. Like I'm 45, I'm be 46 next month. I'm at a point in my life where I just want to get out and do things. I don't want to be a doctor's wife. I don't want to go to fancy galas and do all of that. Like I, I don't want to, that's nothing that sounds fun to me. I don't want to put on airs and date a pol I would never date a politician. Like those are just things I don't want to do. Cause they gonna start, if he running for something, they gonna start digging into his wife and we don't want that. So, um. so aren't you limiting? Aren't well, you limiting? Because- I'll give so you that. You're, you're keeping it real, you're keeping it simple. Yeah. Keeping it plain and simple. Look, like you say, I can't do the doctor thing cause I, I don't do the gallows thing. And and he's too, is too his job is too demanding. Exactly. somebody with flexibility see and that's what that's what we want we want to be able to say okay this is what i want this is what i need this is 
what what help me flow good. And and if I'm flowing good, then every my partner gonna flow good because I'm got that energy of, of flowing good. So that's passing off to them. You know, that's what you want. That's what you need. That's what everybody needs. And I, I heard what you were saying, beatboxer. You're like, well, aren't you limiting yourself? Yes. But that's what we should be doing is limiting ourselves. Because guess what? If I say, well, maybe I can date a doctor. You know what me and him going to argue about all of the time? That job. And he going to yeah. say, you knew I was a doctor when you met me. You knew yeah. I was busy. Like, and you complaining about it. And guess what? I'm going to be in the house mad and complaining. And then yeah. some little regular old guy cleaning our pool going to come and be like, if I had a woman like you, I'll be with her all the time. And there you go. Now I'm a Tyler Perry movie. So it's, I think it's better just to be authentic about what you want. Yes, there are less choices, but also, have you ever heard like, if you have 90,000 choices, but only 10 of them work, you're gonna exhaust yourself. Right. If you have 10 choices and all of them are a good fit, you can then at least be selective, patient and intentional with those 10 people. I don't need 90,000 choices. I am really confident that the universe has my person for me that are these five things. And above all of those wrapped into it, kind. So if that person comes along, if he doesn't make $100,000 a year, okay. No, I can't do $15 an hour, but I can do a guy that's making. So you can't, you can't do McDonald's? I can't yeah. do McDonald's. So you if he was a manager at McDonald's, you couldn't do that either? Oh, yeah, if he was a manager, oh. yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Like, but if, like I'm saying, I have to have somebody that at least can can match my lifestyle. Like we can work together. It's some people, I forgot where oh, I was. Okay, you know what? Cause I've been confused about that. I've been confused about that. I've really been confused about that. Cause I was like, no, she kind of bounces around with this stuff sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I think she wants a doctor, a high price dude, but now you just clarified. Okay. You just cut. You're you're a simple woman. You, I'm you a have simple a woman. I know I never said a doctor because I never no, you probably no, never heard that. There's some things, you know. Yeah. But yeah. that's cool. That's great. Yeah, like because I have a lifestyle. So if you can match that lifestyle, but let me tell you something. A man that makes two hundred thousand dollars can be doing worse than a man making eight. You the right man with that. 80 with an 800 credit score is worth more than the $200,000 man with a 540 credit score. Mm -hmm. It's about so, disposable income. Exactly. Not I'm not income. worried about disposable money. Income. I'm going to have my own business. We're going to have multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. So if I got a man, that, again, that is successful, that leaves, I'm not worried about what his salary is because we're going to have multiple streams of income. We're always going to be looking at ways to bring in income and build businesses that work for us and the lifestyle that we want together. So am I gonna find a man who wants to live in the hood with roaches? No, I'm gonna find a man that's okay, that wants to live the same lifestyle I want. And if he knows how to do that, honestly, I live above my means sometimes. So it might be a man who makes a little bit less that can help me balance that and be like, baby, we could be doing so much better if you did this, this, and this, because you do make more. And we could really be living like this, but you won't go stop buying Gucci purses. So I'm not against a man making less. That's why I said a successful man who leaves. Because he could be good with money. He could have a great credit score. He could be fiscally responsible. I'm the spender. So I need somebody that's going to be a little bit like, baby, give me, give me yeah, your Yeah, right. Me. Exactly. We're not doing that. That's, that's what you need. Because you both can't be like, okay, I'm depressed. Let's go shopping. And that's me. You know, <laughs> you know yeah, they I'm pissed me off at work today. Let's go shopping. It's my birthday and it pissed me off. Yeah, let's go shopping. You let's know, it's not going to work. I'm going to Jamaica. My friend like, when? Next year? I'm like, no, no, tomorrow. Yeah. So I do need a man that is successful that leaves 
because Jill Scott said a thing. If you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. If you can't tell me what to do, you cannot tell me what to do. So I need a man that's like, honey, we're not doing that. And I trust him so much that even if I'm mad and I'm pouting, but like, but it's a special release. And he's like, we're not doing that. He said, we're doing this. And I trust him so much that I'm like, okay, you're right. And I'm gonna talk about it for two days and he's gonna give me a kiss on the forehead and be like, baby, it's gonna be time for that. Because otherwise we just both gonna be broke. I'm, I'm, a, I'm accountable. I'm woman enough to be like, I need a, a responsible man. And that's what you need. You need self-inventory. Because if you can't self-check, like you said, do your self-check. And you know, you can't be real with yourself. How are you going to be real with your partner? That part. I tell me when I meet them, how responsible are you with finances? And they like, they get choked up because they think, I was like, because I'm not. So I, <laughs> I need you to pull me in check. And the right. last person I dated did that. He sat down with me and talked about credit. Matter of fact, sent me to the credit people to get my credit fixed. And was like, I'm not messing with you like that. I can't do nothing with that. And I learned so much. So even though we didn't work out, he gave me an invaluable tool of learning how important my credit is and how much I should spend on my credit card. He taught me something. Mm. And guess what? He did not have no expensive job, but he had good credit and he made decent money. He made good money. So that's why I said, I'm never the, I gotta have a doctor or a lawyer. What I'm saying is I don't date broke men. And when I say broke men, I mean men who don't have good character, men who live in check to check and, and can't provide for their own home because I'm not loaning you no money. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want somebody that's responsible. And okay. if you can be responsible with $75,000 a year, it's people with $75,000 a year that got a house I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, don't feel bad, I don't either. I'm about to though. I'm about to build a house. Yeah. Oh, nice. There we go. Put that I'll see. There you go. See, I'm still doing on that DIY thing, you know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it yourself. Yeah, I'm still on that. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, I think a lot of times men definitely want their friends to um, think that they've got uh, a catch. And because of that, a lot of times they would be more happy with a, um, not a conventional woman, somebody who probably is a little bit more street, but they were told, I think by probably their, um, you know, like, I don't want to take you home to mama. So I'm going to take this nice girl here. But the thing is that I just don't have anything in common with her. I, you know, just the very sound of her voice scrapes my nerves. But, you know, all my friends, all my family members will think, how did you get that? And I think a lot of times that that's where the the issue lies. But I think a lot of times, um, one of the biggest for me is for you to have something called emotional maturity. And I want you to have, to be open to feedback, right? I I think a lot of times when um, people don't have emotional maturity, they they, um, operate only on emotions. So if they're angry, it's a blow up. If they're sad, it's, you know, they're just, they're just on emotions. They're running off emotions all the time. I need somebody who's emotional mature that knows that today is not forever. So if something happens today, it's gonna change tomorrow. 
right? Um, I don't know. Some my stuff be holding on for a few days, so. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. I be trying to run, but it it just every time I turn around, going around the corner, there it is. Uh oh. But I say, tell me, I'm the type right. of person. If we're having a bad moment, right, and it just was intense, don't just shut me out for days. Just say, babe, mm -hmm. we gonna be okay. But I might need a day or two on this. Right. So that way I can give you the space you need. Cause I, I admit I have anxiety. So, and I, I've been discarded a lot. So I, anytime I express my feelings, people just like, yeah, I don't need you no more. So that's my mm -hmm. trigger. And so I just need that man that's gonna reassure you that, hey, we're okay, not breaking up. Mm -hmm. Or you know what? I don't know if this is what I want anymore. I need, like, just be honest with me. Don't go just cheat on me. <laughs> have a baby <laughs> like, right I say I'm still triggered like don't just do that to me like go just tell me like I need a minute because it might take you a bunch of 24 48 hours right and, it's, and I think it's because the person doesn't necessarily like you and that's why they'll do certain things because if you really care about somebody you would think about their feelings like you would not want to do something to 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 create harm. Yeah. As soon as I realized I hurt somebody I love, I remember the last person I talked to. When I realized I would make him mad, I would get so sad, and I would call him like, "I don't like making you mad. I'm so sorry." But because he didn't like me as a person, even my apology annoyed him. I was gonna say that. I know that pissed him off even more. Yeah. So even me saying, "I'm trying to apologize." Yeah. She's trying to apologize. She's being mature, and I was like, "I just love you so much. I don't ever want to make you upset." And he was like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah, da, 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 da. And because he did not like me, he hmm. genuinely did not like me. And it took me a long time after that ended to to reconcile that and say, and that's why I'm learning and, and I'm doing even this now to tell women and men, when somebody don't like you, believe that. And it's yes. not a reflection of you. It's just a reflection of you're not what they want, but release yourself so you can go be with somebody that likes that. Because, you know, I knew in the very beginning, he didn't like really talking to women, but that was never gonna work. So mm -hmm. I would try to be quiet, but it was like, it was so hard. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, I'm making Facebook posts. He hated all of that, hated mm. all of that. That was doing too much to him. He didn't care about me wanting to change people's lives or trying to help people. So something I was doing that I felt proud of and excited about, he looked at as annoying and, and excessive. So that's why it's really important to be like, what do I want in the mate, even if it doesn't match? Quick two minute story. I was at Essence Fest and I saw all these older men dating younger women. I was going for the younger women. Mm -hmm. So it was like one from Atlanta, and he was talking to me, and when he realized I was older, he went to my coworker that was 24. <laughs> so after all night, him and his boys had bought the young girls drinks, and the girls like just did them so dirty and went on about their way. The argument was like, all women want is food, and all women want is free this and free that. Man, you are dating a, a, a person that could be your dependent. So she wants, she dependent on you to do exactly <laughs> what else you gonna do with a 25, 50 year old man at 25. Right. And she wanted a man who couldn't do nothing for her, she'd date somebody her age. Mm -hmm. But I think, and I told that guy, I said, listen, if you want this 25 year old, then you gonna have to come with big daddy in it. And that means you gotta spend money on her. You probably wouldn't have a woman finessing you for dinner at 50 because we can afford our own dinner. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and that's not to say no 25 year old can, but what what else would a 25 year old want with a 50 year old? So you can't go get this young woman and want her to be a mature 40 year old. Like it doesn't work like that. You could look up and find one. There are some, but for the most part, a 25 year old is still discovering herself. Right. So you're going to take that journey with her. So I tell people, know what you want. Know what you want. If you want a young girl because you want somebody to develop, there you go. If you want an older woman that's concrete in her career, that's kind and staying in the house on weekends, don't go meeting girls at the day party at um, Whiskey Mistress because that's where she's going to be and you're going to be mad. So I think it's just important. I don't meet men in the club. Why? Because I don't want a man that's in the club. I don't meet men in the club. Mm-hmm. That that's the key thing, right? That's the whole that's the whole getting back to the 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 topic at hand here. Do you really know what you want in a partner, right? You got to be oh, real with yourself. From, from, what's, what's that? Mean, the big booty call. That's <laughs> it's the biggest but, booty call there is. <laughs> that, but the thing is, though, is if that's what you out for and that's what you're looking for, you need to you need to be you know real with yourself and say, hey, that's what I'm 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 looking for. If you're really serious about trying to find that. Um, you know, and then some people say kind of like what you think and what you say, putting that out in the in the universe kind of like will, you know, create that energy to come mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, you'll um, attract it. And so yeah. that's why I keep saying I want a kind man. I want somebody that's kind. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that, that cares about my feelings. Yeah. So I don't, that's the thing, though. But if I'm confused, doing that, I'm thinking some of these other guys might be confused, too, because. Uh, I thought you were looking for like a doctor, a lawyer. Um, I mean, I was just—I never that's, dated. That's, that's what know. I was thinking. That's what I was it thinking. I was like, you, it was just certain things that you would emphasize. I was trying to look out for because I, I was just preparing there, like, yo, you look. And I have myself. to say, I was feeling the same way too. Yeah. See, see, that? No. see that? The funny thing is, I haven't dated any of those. My ex-husband was a network engineer. Now they make good money. Yeah. But when I met him, he was working in tech support at Comcast, making seventeen dollars an hour. I was making seventeen twenty. Um, the last guy I was in love with. I mean, I would have married him. You see, Green over there. I ain't never loved nobody like that in my whole entire life. He was a truck driver. So, and I would get excited when he would be in his truck in the morning. I would be like, "Why you ain't Facetime me? You know that make my day to see you in that truck." (laughs) I just thought he looked so good in his little raggedy. Little box, um, basketball shorts, and that shirt. It did something for me. So I've never even dated. I am way too ratchet to oh. date a super professional man that's telling me I just, that Megan Thee Stallion, no, no decent woman listens to Megan Thee Stallion. Like, <laughs> I get my day started with affirmations from Cardi B. That ain't going to work. I don't want nobody to try to change me. I don't like the club, but I definitely like the music. I, I dance around. I'm very chatty. Like no professional man, like at that level, is going to enjoy me. Yeah. They're not. They're gonna yeah. think I'm too. Uh, I'm too over the top. I like rap music. I like classical music too. I mean, I like Andrea Bocelli, which is Italian mm-hmm. opera. Mm-hmm. But I also like Lotto. So I have to date somebody that at least is in that world too. Because listen, I'm. I'm still a girl from Seven Mile in Detroit. And so, mm. yeah, no, I'm, men, like, the men I've dated, oddly enough, they don't have no problem coming with me. It's all the guys that, you know, the, the just regular everyday workers. If, as long as you put together bookshelves and paint walls, you got a chance with me. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the next show, and I, I was thinking about Jenny's reaction to something you said, because 
I know how strong her opinions are about, you know, you making $17 an hour, this person making $17 an hour, and then y'all together for a while. He gets a little bit of money, then what? Jenny will tell you what happened. She's going to tell you what happened. She's going to tell you what. No, no, Jenny's going to tell you what every man in the plant is going to do. Yeah, he going to leave. He's going <laughs> to find, you. He gonna find <laughs> himself. <laughs> My ex-husband, he wasn't making no money. As soon as he hit that six-figure, he got that one fifty. He was like, he got him a girl 10 years younger. You're multiplying. You see, you even got her. She almost said, say it, sister. Say it, sister. Yes. He he liked that money he was making, and he wanted to to control it. Yes. Somebody that wasn't going to fit, no fit about his check. The funny funny thing is that you and I have the same story. You and I have the same story. We had to say, so that's why I said, I'm not saying I would date a man that work at McDonald's at the cash register, but I would absolutely date a truck driver. I would absolutely date a man that's just an HR manager or like, you know, a everyday job. Make it, like you heard me say 75, but you can do something mm-hmm. with 75. 75 and up, I think it's commensurate. And we all know that I don't make 75, but I feel it's commensurate with the lifestyle that I live. So with my salary and his salary, we could maintain a good lifestyle. Well, that's all we're going to have time for tonight, peoples. Um, I'm, my I'm apologies thinking... for being late. I didn't know we was on, on air today. No, <laughs> we still out the country. <laughs> I text no, like, no, yeah, I, it, Listen, wait, you got You know what? A lot of people don't know, but I'm in crypto, and uh, wait, when this bull market runs, I might be out of the country weeks at a time, to tell you the truth, broadcasting live from who knows where. I hear I'm you. still I waiting on it. You. I'm like, still waiting on it. But um, I think... live. I'll bring maybe one of my boos. All right. You're going to get a boo. You're going to get a boo. I'm going to tell you. You know what? A little secret, and, uh, you know, uh, Jenny J knows this, but I'm, you know, I'm like one of your biggest fans. Let me tell you guys what you're doing. I like, you know what I'm saying? I love your TikToks. I love them. Okay. So I got to get back to making them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and, and Jenny J, you looking stunning tonight too. I don't she know what is. you did with that dress, but that thing is sparkling and shining. I don't know if that's a. It's actually it's actually a green dress. It's the light. Is it's it? It's a green. It's a green shirt. It's a light. Yeah, I'm loving the hair though. Great. You came on yeah. here glowing. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> smiles looking beautiful. So, but yeah. So, but when I think about the next show, I think I think Clint. I think well, I think what we should do is, um, you know, will your man leave you after he gets successful? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, yes. yes, he will. No, I don't think that's a possibility now. <laughs> it's a possibility, <laughs> right? Possibility. It's a possibility, but it doesn't mean it's an absolute. Doesn't truth. mean it's accurate, but it yeah, is a high possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. So, so the- hey, to next week though, I think yes. uh that's when we'll chat about it. So okay. uh All right, America, be safe, keep it real, be yeah. specific, always keep right it real and be specific. Write that list this week. It, it could be right. three, it could be five, but check yourself. Talk. Get you an imaginary I... friend. My friend's name Nutso. So <laughs> I'll be like, Nutso, what you think? <laughs> and with that, and we... we are out of here. All right, people, later. <laughs> hey. <laughs>